0: Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital.
1: And my name is Matt Bertram. I'm the lead strategist here at
0: EWR Digital. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of the podcast. Matt, you sound great. Um, we're going to need a pop filter on this cause I'm, I'm feeling some air. Uh, so try not to breathe on the mic, but, uh, we are so glad you're here. So glad you're tuning in. Uh, and we're going <laughs> to, is it thundering outside? What is that? Uh, we're excited. You're here. We're excited for this podcast. We've got an article today. You gotta love his name. by Christopher, Christopher Jones yeah. with a K, but patif to Christopher. Wow. Uh, I've got a review that I want to jump into right away. Uh, Samuel Carler. Uh, he says, great respect for EWR digital. They did great work with my ranking on Google and finished and provided, I can hear you breathing and provided great results from all the marketing channels they are working on. Uh, Patif to you, Samuel, we appreciate you, uh, so very much. We're getting lots of pops here, but that's, we'll we'll get that sorted out as we go. Um, we do have a sponsor for this podcast. We do. It's always nice to have a sponsor for the podcast. And the sponsor is uh, Spyfu. That's S P Y F U. You want to talk a little bit about Spyfu. You've got you've got some experience there, sir? Well,
1: you know, I like to to go into combat. I like to go into combat with the keywords. Uh, I really like Spyfu for a variety of different reasons. Um I can tell you that there's a lot of listening tools out there and you know, you typically have different tools for different goals, right? Chris and, um, SpyFu had been my go-to tool for, um, uh, ads, right? Like I can see what other people's ads that they're running are, um, you know, looking at, okay, what's the quality of how long they've been running them for, uh, what are the different keywords they're bidding on? How much are they spending? Uh, and then, and then they produce like a Venn diagram for you, where you can see um, how how this is versus like other competitors. And then they've really built out a solid SEO suite as well. So it's a very um, broad spectrum tool uh, that you can use. And and that's really what I'm seeing in the space, Chris. Is there's some people that are really pulling ahead as far as um, third party tools go and um, listening tools go from from a development site. So certain people are doing certain things uh, and really have high quality data and are adding a lot of useful tools. And SpyFu is one of those. So I'm really glad that they're a sponsor. I know that they've been in the space a long time. I would just encourage anybody out there that hasn't used SpyFu in a while to go check it out and to check out some of their SEO suites. Uh, It's really phenomenal. Um, It's not just a PVC tool. And I would just say if you haven't checked it out in a while, go check it out. They do have, a, um, you know, a free kind of trial option. So, yeah, Spyfoo.
0: Spyfoo.com. Make sure you go and check them out. Uh, we are still adjusting the sound. It's pretty good. There's just pops when you speak into it. So we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do about that. Uh, Just the quote that is directly from SpyFu, an amazing tool to dominate your competition. There are so many awesome features that have given us an advantage over our competition. Go check out SpyFu.com. All right. So we've got this interesting article from Christopher Jones. It's five ways high quality content and PPC complement each other.
1: So, yeah, every time you talk, it pops.
0: When I pop, right?
1: Yeah, but that's hurting people's ears. Like, if it, they okay, have it like so turned away, you don't want me. To... I think you need to lean back from the mic Okay, a little is, bit.
0: That, is this better? Yeah. Check, check, check. All right. So, let's jump into this article by Christopher Jones. Uh, five ways high quality content and PPC complement each other. You ready to jump into this? I think that this that's good. good.
1: I think it, I, it's the power, Chris, yeah. in your voice. So, you've got to just,
0: just can't maintain. You can't.
1: It, I think we have it turned up a lot, right? So, I sound better, I guess. And so,
0: did you just say you sound better? I think I do sound, I sound, I, I think I
1: sound better. Like I've certainly gotten reviews that I, I don't have good quality sound. Oh
0: yeah. That, so your, your mic was, yeah, I was looking actually adjusting settings today and they were a little wonky. So we're in a better position now, I think. Than okay. We were before. Awesome. And I'm maybe a little quiet compared to you. No, you're
1: no. just popping like crazy. Even back there. Even it's, back it's,
0: it's the power of your the voice. power of my voice. Yeah. Well, so I think you're fine. All right. Oh. So we'll go from there. All right, here we go. We tend to separate the various subdisciplines. Uh, we're talking about PPC and high-quality content, into their little worlds. Uh, here's SEO over here. That's the big one. And we have to agree with Christopher on this one. Uh, SEO is the big one. And then there's social media marketing over here with PPC ads. Let's talk about the intersection of PPC and great content. Uh, if that statement doesn't even make sense to you, maybe the, this isn't isn't for you like well th-
1: that we do really focus on some pretty technical stuff here yeah so i think the people that listen to us really enjoy going deep into the the, the knowledge base and, and
0: i think the people who listen to this podcast uh would say that let's talk about the intersection of ppc and great content does make sense and so this is for you guys out there well
1: so chris this is interesting i know we were kind of talking about this before um, but I would love to hear what people have to say. Is you and I just, I don't know, banter quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a very like, like it took t-
0: us 20 minutes to get this podcast started.
1: I think ours. it took a lot longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but after we, we were mic'd.
0: Yeah. We were but, yeah, yeah okay. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> and, and,
1: and so, really, I think what we're probably going to do is um, have some more like behind the scenes content and really like get into some agency stuff and, uh, real tactics and, and just kind of what we're dealing with internally. Um, maybe, maybe put that like on an app on the app store. Um, yeah. and so people can get behind the scenes and then have like a secret podcast. I like that. Yeah. You like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, um, gated content. I like it.
1: Oh, to do, we should, we should launch that with an article
0: about gated, about content. the value about, of gated. I like content. that. All that right. might make sense. Um, All right. So, and if we assume that you want to improve both your PPC performance and content traffic, then you've got, then you're going to get something out of this. So let's jump into these tips on using your content and PPC campaigns in tandem.
1: Yeah. Every time just the
0: power. Is it? Yeah. Is it way back here? I think you just got to sit Use PPC ads to get traffic fast. Consider that more than 6 million blog posts are published every day. That's worth repeating. See,
1: I wish I could sit back. I think
0: six. I was... Yeah. I have a, an adapter for that. Headset. Yeah. Anyways, oh, in the car, uh, for 6 million podcasts, blog, blog posts are posted every day. It's nearly impossible for your blog post to receive exposure without an underlining strategy, right? Um, leverage PPC ads to drive traffic to your content immediately. And we're gonna talk about those a little bit further down. The audition period? The audition period, yeah. Uh, get that initial exposure. Make sure that initial exposure is good. We've talked about how uh, you can use PPC to get traffic to your website and then make sure that it converts well and Google go like, hey, those keywords on that paid ad worked well on that page. Maybe they need to be in the organic results as well because Google is about delivering good experiences to their Google user. Um, content can be used to inform while paid advertising should be your tool to convert. And the concept there is, Hey, you can get content in front of somebody, whether it's with an SEO strategy or PPC strategy, and then you can get them to convert later with a PPC strategy and, or an SEO strategy, like SEO, Obvious retargeting and is- branded and the PPC yeah. retargeting. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, number two, use PPC ads to bias people toward your brand. Ooh. So paid ads help, and he puts them in, in, in parentheses, indirectly drive traffic to your organic Google results because they raise brand awareness in the user's minds. And this is this has been true forever. We used to talk about, and it's been a while since we talked about this, where, uh, where just having an ad in the pay-per-click pay, area can increase your organic click-through rate between 10 and 30%. And that's this kind of, indirectly or subconsciously i think he talks about that here shortly uh and what it really boils down to is if somebody sees your brand in the paid ads and scrolls down the page and then sees your brand again that automatically gives credibility
1: well and it gets familiarity right so the the number one thing of brand recall and and what you're trying to do with brand is just to be known right and so uh if they're looking in a search and you keep coming up in the paid and then they look down in the organic, they've already seen you. So there is a bias towards yep. you already. Yep. Um, and so that there, there's actually some pretty high-level concepts related to how paid ads and organic work together. There, yep. there, there's actually a lot of data out there, and um it's it's quite interesting. I, I would say like years ago, I wasn't fully convinced and like branded paid. And um, I've seen a lot of data since then that. Um, makes me think otherwise that it is valuable.
0: So and and there's one data piece that that I had quite a while ago my brother-in-law used to be a treasurer in Toys R Us and I had conversations with him and this was kind of his purview that you know what was the impact of PPC and and if you're it's Toys R Us right the, the, you know whatever it's in various stages of bankruptcy and and trying to recover now um and he's no longer with them well you, you,
1: it could turn into a crypto brand
0: but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Radio Shack, yeah, like it, everybody yeah. else. Um, so so basically what he said is on a term like bicycle, right? Having the Toys R Us paid ad did, did not actually took away from the organic click, yeah. right? It didn't enhance it. Not having it didn't increase the sum of clicks that they would get, right? Because the credibility is already there. You're not scrolling back past a Toys R Us and going, oh, Toys R Us, I never heard of them. And then seeing Toys R Us again and going, oh, they were just up there. Like there's none of that subconscious stuff going on. What's happening is their Toys R Us is on their radar already for a bicycle. And so they either click the first one they see or they click the second one. And if the first one they see is organic, then that's what they click. And so that's direct evidence.
1: Yeah. So I would also say that that is why strategy work is so important to understand What is the approach in your campaigns? Because it depends what brand you are and what campaign you're running. And, you know, I think a lot of people start off with direct response and then they move to um, branded. and because branded has a longer time horizon. And then when you know you're on the kind of like tail end of that is when you're already a household brand, you don't need to run like that kind of traffic anymore because people already know who you are and you don't want to run that yeah for your name um and certainly for us what's interesting is a, a lot of people have asked me recently because i've been doing a lot of traveling they're like Newark airport marketing
0: E-W-R-A. yeah
1: i'm getting a lot of that so yeah, that's funny because that's what they're associating the brand with right and so maybe we need to put an airplane oh on your shirt yeah. mine is uh, for anybody. This is we're going. This is going back to the throwback is, right here.
0: That's Jedi, Jedi school. Yeah. Uh All right. So next on this list. So that that was use PPC ads to bias people towards your brand. Number three is deliver an awesome landing page experience. Um, leverage your creative content to craft a unique landing page experience that nurtures inbound leads through your conversion funnel. Visitors who click on ads are likely to investigate your website before making a conversion. Consider the buyer's journey and how content applies across this process. So, we're talking about awareness, consideration, and decision, the, the classics of the sales funnel. Uh, consider providing testimonials, user reviews, and links to relevant articles. Uh, that's just about the about the content. I think that all goes uh, well, pretty straightforward.
1: Well, I, I would tell you a lot of the paid campaigns that I'm doing right now, um, really understanding the buyer's journey and uh, where the decision points are and the conversions are on the website are super important. So it it is really determining uh, the success of a campaign based upon the strategy that is put together prior and and a lot of times if you're going to spend a lot of money you want to spend the money up front on that strategy work because it makes a difference i know a lot of people that have spent a lot of money on campaigns and they're running ppc campaigns or social ads or whatever just to the homepage of the site oh yeah and and it's not really converting and or you know certainly you want to at least be doing a landing page but if if you're going to be bringing people to your blogs and paid traffic a bunch of different ways what you really need to think about is do you have a high converting site first does your landing page convert first like figure that out before you dump a bunch of money in it out of the gate um, and really understand what is that user flow how how are people um taking the next step like those are really important um, components yeah
0: you you definitely need to understand this. All right, now find content insights from PPC keyword data. So if there's, if there's one feature your SEO and PPC campaigns already share, it's keywords. And I kind of put that a question on that like, you know, you often uh, have the ability to investigate a broader a, a, a larger breadth of keywords when you're looking at PPC. Because do you want to write the content? Do you want to put together the structure the infographics, all of those things that are really important for making good keyword movements, right? To move into those first positions on a phrase that you haven't really investigated. And and this is one thing he actually doesn't touch on, like use PPC ads to find out like what people will engage with. And then put together those ones that they're they're going to do well. I think he talks about it a little bit more.
1: So again, that's that's in the like the discovery phase of the approach and where you want to spend that money. Um, certainly, based on what you're bidding on, there's usually a bid auction to understand the commercial intent. Uh, but there's a lot of little honey holes out there that you can you can find, and you can see what is in what is what are people engaging with, what are people clicking through quickly to say, okay, I need to design some content or build a content calendar around this strategy, right? Um, it, it, and again, it's where where does it fall in in that customer journey and in that planning phase, in that cycle of how do you want to use PPC? Because I would tell you that, and depending on what your budget is, right? And if you're going to have to be laser focused, you don't have time for the Google uh algorithm to figure out where to put it and in the beginning if you don't spend the proper amount of money over a big enough data set it's going to look like google's wasting a ton of money for you right i mean now over the long haul if you're spending um you know i've found about three thousand dollars per month per platform Mm -hmm. it seems to be kind of a, a sweet spot number to get that machine learning algorithm going uh, and then you got to do that for a couple months. And then the the and then if you tie it into uh full loop marketing, right? So we do like a lot of like lead scoring, like automation, um, and tying that and integrating that back into the CRM, that is where you're getting um the biggest bang for the because you're feeding back into Google or whoever you're using, whatever platform, this 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 is my lead. Yeah. Like this is a good lead, this is a bad lead, um, whatever that that full loop marketing is so important so
0: it's where the it's where you extract the most value. Um, so just really he's saying leverage PBC in the sense of understanding the keywords that you might go to also understanding quicker which ones cause the highest traffic which ones cause the highest revenue uh, conduct a B testing to decipher which keywords operate the best within each type of campaign yes. Now, number five, steal as much SERP real estate as possible. Steal as much search engine result page real estate as possible. This kind of seems pretty obvious. Uh, Having two links on the same page would increase website clicks. Uh, He goes on to make that a point. Aside from increasing click-through rates on both listings, that's the PPC and the the organic, um, having extra links increases brand exposure and authority in the eyes of searcher. I'm also going to add right so you've got good organic because you've got good content when you look at ppc uh you have the ability to have a lot of real estate there right so you can spend a little bit more on ppc and add the extra links add the targeted links within the page and that's where you can get a lot of value
1: well i i would say that the rich snippets is a great way to grab uh, more of that real estate, as well as the maps, and then we have a way with with uh, certain keywords to get uh, additional callbacks, right? So we can get two rankings on the first page of Google, like top top five, uh, and then you got the paid ads, and then you got the maps, and then you got uh, the rich snippets that you want to go after with the structured data, and so um, there there's a lot of opportunities to to show up, and and you know, you the more you can master, um, taking up more real estate. Of course, you're going to do better. I mean, think about the game of Monopoly.
0: <laughs> you know, there's good strategies for the game of Monopoly. Right? No,
1: tell like, me about it. Let's 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 sidebar. This could be part of like the secret, the secret podcast. Yeah. The marketing, the secret marketing podcast.
0: The, the good content. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Tell me, I want to know this. No, like factually. So can you go into that really quickly? In,
0: in, into what the strategies yeah. are. So a lot of people go for the big properties, um, but they're, they tend to be uh, smaller. Uh, there aren't as many of them. Yeah. Right. And so your percentages, yes, when they land there, it's higher, but the chances of people landing there are significantly lower. So going after the, the boardwalk and the park place yeah. is is really sexy property that, But that's yeah. not oh. like, that shouldn't be the first one you go after.
1: I I go after everyone Atlanta. Yeah, just you I just I, I like try to take up all the any, real estate any, on the board. Anything right? you yeah. can
0: possibly. Yeah, build. yeah. I think that's a that's a lot of strategy, and I don't know where the crossover of that is. Like, you know, maybe you pass on uh if you land on boardwalk like you probably shouldn't buy it in, according to that strategy do you i'm sure play, there's like monopoly experts out there do you
1: play like chess I, I enjoy chess yeah. i
0: don't i don't play it very often
1: well then i i've been playing it a lot like well, i don't know i know like you like,
0: <laughs> your story this should this should definitely be behind the scenes your story is like you played out of the blue with somebody and then it didn't go as well as you thought it might and then you decided to get back into to the strategy of the game and
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, No, I'll, I'll tell a quick story about this. So, um, okay. A couple things happened. So this was a sequence that really like kicked me. So I used to play chess with my dad before we went to bed, like every night or we played bar games. So we had darts or, um, you know, pool or whatever. Yeah. So I pink, well, pong. No, well, no no. no, 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 no. Uh, but but Your
0: dad's he, a cool dad, <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I think actually my dad made money. Um, he instead of having a job, he played pool yeah, I think through college, yeah. Before, yeah. And and actually, a couple of other his dad and his dad was like a professional player, and um, we have a, he has a couple, of, it's like sister, subsister, stuff like that. They it, it's in the genes, actually. Right. So, yeah, uh, but anyways, um so anyway, so we would play all these games and I, I like chess and cause every game's different, right? Okay. Like, like you can play so many different games. And, and um, and so, yeah, so I played uh, a buddy of mine that I hadn't seen in a while cause well, he went to jail and <laughs> in jail, he got, all he did all day was like play chess. Oh yeah, yeah, Okay. So he got out of jail and he was like, let's play some chess. He wanted to play some chess and he whooped me <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like and then like, then it, it, like I'm talking nine out of 10, like not even a chance. Wow. Um, and so, you know, I thought I was like decent. So then I got like pretty good at it and then I stopped playing it right or whatever and went through a little, and then come along. Uh, one of uh, our friends, kids was a state champion, six, oh, sixth, yeah. sixth yeah. graded yeah. state yeah. champion. So I beat him <laughs> and, I was just, and I was just like, that was close. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I was just like,
0: did you flex on a on a sixth
1: grader? I it? I I felt like yes, Vindicated. totally.
0: Totally. <laughs> totally, I was like, I beat a uh, you know state a champion, state and champion. they're
1: in sixth grade. And I mean, I guess that's good. I, don't <laughs> I know. beat
0: a state champion, and then I changed but but diaper. I've been going to a lot
1: of crypto conferences. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been going to a lot of crypto conferences, right? And so there's always like a chess competition there. So I certainly have. Um, yep. Hello. Yes. No. So uh, yeah.
0: All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> that, that's not going to be in our gated content because we just we just gave it away.
1: <laughs> oh, All so right. good. Everybody's so excited. Everyone's like, get back cool to
0: get back to stuff. Yeah. Actionable tactics to increase content marketing ROI through PPC campaigns. Now that you understand the benefits of combining PPC and content marketing, here are some ways to maximize that fully. Okay. Um, first, Promote your great content with Facebook ads. And we've actually been touching on this kind of a way uh, as we've been going through this, use Facebook's audience insights to segment your audience and target ads to new audience members relevant to your vertical, promote your best performing content by boosting your Facebook post to target specific audience groups, boost your Facebook post promotes content and ads to two audiences, specifically people who like your page and their friends Yes, and then people who choose that you choose through targeting. So by leveraging your PPC spend to build an audience for your brand, you can then target them with different ad campaigns based on your most shared and liked content.
1: Yes, we do that. And, and I think, um, you know, promoting to your community is certainly important and those are your supporters uh, and your, what is it raving fans yeah. if you will and they're the ones that are most likely to engage with your content which will help trip the algorithm which will show it to more and more people uh and show it to more of their friends and then certainly the targeted people that you want to bring into the fold that catch your content we have a lot of people chris that just binge walk, binge listen to our content all yeah. the time yeah absolutely
0: yeah. yeah that's very true so you can We'll go back and forth. You might want to listen to that on the pops. Um, all right. Next, write irresistibly clickable headlines. Use BuzzSumo to discover content that current that's currently viral in your industry, or maybe just viral in general. Like this has that possibility. Leverage these keywords and topics to create a compelling and relevant headline for your ad display. This will entice users to engage with your ad display who typically don't engage with click advertisements. I got to be honest, when I read this, that's absolutely true, right? So you can use this, what's currently going viral in your industry, maybe what's going viral in general, and create some blend of topics that will engage people through these ads. I thought about email, right? You got an email list or you should, (laughs) and you should be emailing to that list regularly. Maybe you get people who don't engage very much. If you take on the latest topic, even if it's pop culture or something that everybody's aware of uh, and you blend it in, you might get, you'll get open rates from people that haven't opened or in this case, they're talking about click-through rates from people who who normally don't click through.
1: Okay. I have a application of this to a certain degree. Maybe there's a little bit of twist on it, but it, It certainly is relevant in our industry. Um, So I have a generator client. Well, I don't, we do. Um, I'm not doing a lot of the account management anymore now on some of the crypto stuff. I am still, still pretty involved, but we have uh, a a team that does a lot of this, but, but certainly from a strategy standpoint, I'm like over reviewing like what's going on and overseeing it. And we, we did a campaign a while back um, and this campaign like blew it out. Okay. Sold all the generators. So in Texas, we have storms.
0: Yep.
1: And, you know, storms
0: cause power outages
1: and those storms cause power outages and people today want their internet and they want their, um, their electricity. It's very important. Uh, they want their air conditioning uh, unless it freezes. The freeze thing was crazy by the way, but well, I'm talking about more of the storms and certainly there was just the anniversary of Harvey, which was like big here, right? Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, so there's generators going when the power goes out. I hear them, boom, 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 they kick on all over the place. So generators are super proper down here. Have a campaign that just crushed it, okay? Just crushed it. And we did this in New Orleans, and it was actually on the commercial side uh, for like big powder outages like hospitals need, you know. And anyways, so we took that campaign. We modified it, okay? And it just it runs gangbusters. Now we only turn it on. Okay. So this is like the uh, buzz sumo thing yeah,
0: yeah,
1: only when there's a hurricane in the Gulf. Yeah. So we don't run the ad
0: because it's hurricane specific or it's, you know, yeah,
1: well, well, you, the you, demand is not there. Yeah. So what's really silly and it's just people is do they think they're going to get a generator? <laughs> like they at start at the last moment. At yeah. the last moment yeah. Let me order and get installed a generator when in the Gulf of Mexico, a hurricane yeah. is about to hit Houston. Do you yeah. think that that turnaround is going to happen? Now it's like a year later. You're going to get a generator today,
0: but that is the motivation. But
1: but yeah. the motivation to start looking for ones like, oh dang, we need yeah, to look for that. So that gold. so yeah. the demand, if you're looking at like search intent, goes off the charts. Right. I'm doing this campaign right now for for ETH. Like there's ETH merge coming up, and it's just going off the charts of certain keywords associated with like Ethereum 2.0 and ETH merge and all this kind of stuff, and there's certainly a lot of demand that you can capture. And, and that's what a lot of people that have been very successful do is they're leveraging things that are oh, trending, yeah. right? And and somehow catching that. And, and I've certainly seen that effective. Yeah, that fits yeah.
0: right in here. Like, so what is top of mind for those people at, at, at the time? Uh, it continues to say, conduct A-B testing on different headlines that target different niche keywords. Um, and then we move on to this next thing. Think mobile first. Now, we almost say this in a, almost every article, I think. And and it's true. Hopefully, the message is getting home. Um, you, you, mobile is where the traffic is. It's 51-plus percent of the traffic, so the majority of the traffic. Use images, infographics, and any form of visual content to increase your mobile conversion rate for paid ads. It's paramount that you enable responsive design and optimize content for mobile. Some quick tips write short headlines, use concise paragraphs, avoid pop-ups, use small image sizes, and include a clear call to action. By the way, a lot of that applies just whether you're mobile or not.
1: So one of the things that I would actually add into this if I was writing it, um, and certainly something from an alternative media standpoint, like podcasting, that I would certainly do a lot of, is we're running campaigns now where you can target all these demographics. Certainly we're going after mobile, but you can see what apps are in people's phones. Mm -hmm. You can see the usage. You can see what they're listening to from a podcast standpoint, from a music standpoint. There's a lot of stuff that's going on on the mobile phone that you can use advanced programmatic data to target these people. And I'm just telling you right now, it's crushing it. So um, alternative uh, to traditional media taking digital i guess to the next level on mobile is where i'm seeing a lot of opportunity so that's certainly a pro tip out there for those of you know what i'm talking about check it out uh if you don't call us <laughs> we we'll it no just kidding um,
0: something we can do for you all right and final point craft killer ctas to convert more visitors uh, you should present a clear call to action on your landing page especially for paid promotion articles I don't know if that's true for, especially for paid promotion articles. I feel like there should be a clear call to action on any page, right? If the if the purpose of making great content is that it places well in Google so that people will go to it, you need to like, what do you want to happen when they go there? Like you need to do that. So
1: from a CRO standpoint, yeah. I'm working with the publicly traded company now yeah. and I'm looking at their website and there's no CTAs or no calls to action on multiple pages. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, And so it's like, yeah, we're driving people to this page and then it's like what do you want them to do and there's a little link somewhere that's like learn more and you can barely see it yeah um,
0: yeah so that is not a solid and concise and visible call to action yes. that is a teeny tiny uh you know anchor text mm-hmm. in terms of paid promotion i'd suggest using your content to hook reader interest and then throwing your cta at the end of the landing page there is some he talks about the debate of do you put it above the fold i think that depends entirely on context right yeah. like if if you know that it's a, you know, iPhone 10 and you're landing them on a page that sells iPhone 10, you probably should have your call to action right there at the top because it's such a, uh, the, the user intent is so clear. If maybe if user intent is, is not as clear, like rope them in first, get them to read, uh, and then them get them to the con, uh, the, the, the CTA. Conclusion. But if you integrate proper content marketing into your PPC and PPC data into your content marketing and SEO, you can learn a lot and start to bump up your site's overall performance. Uh, we've been integrating PPC and SEO forever. Like since we've, we've been working together, like for sure. So it's, it's, it's a really valuable way to put it. it tip to Christopher. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I, I would just say in summary that, you know, we thought this would be a great article to talk about because well one spy food does a really good job of of starting to touch a lot of these areas okay yep. and and these areas work so well together and we for a long time actually included content as part of our seo packages right right we it was integrated it there. They go hand in hand, but we looked at them as the same thing. We recently have broken that apart. That's actually a, a different division of the company as we've, we've grown and expanded. And then PPC, really it's like SEO, PPC, and then content was part of uh, SEO. Now they're three different things, but they all integrate so well because what do we say on every site? You got to do retargeting. You got to do remarketing. Right. That's, that's paid ads, yeah. right? And then... Okay. How does branded fit into it? How is going after those target keywords to get the data on the pages, targeting the blogs. Fantastic. That, that is really what Google's trying to see is create quality, relevant content, drive people to it, run it in that audition period. Typically a lot of these platforms are like seven days, roughly, uh, to get as much engagement as you can and then it will start to rank those sites it helps speed up the seo so all this fits really really well together but to make good decisions on data like this you need a tool like spy yeah so uh, i think that um really starting to look at these things on different tools in a tool belt but not silver bullets i think everybody today is looking for the so, silver, bullet. They're What's like the
0: one thing I need to do. What
1: is the one that I need to do SEO or like you got to do everything really well, yeah. right? It's very competitive and even content like headlines are so important and AB testing those and testing different ads and changing the offers out. It is getting so complex and it's multiple verticals and skill sets. And if you think about a digital agency, and I know a lot of you out there are digital agencies or are marketers freelancing, here's the deal. Even in-house, like There, you've got to have so many different, um, like knowledge bases to be able to put together marketing so well. And that's why having an agency at your disposal or having a network of freelancers or however you're structuring it, but there's not a lot of people that can do everything really well. It's really the value of that team and how they work together and what they can they can accomplish because it, it. we've really always said it is it takes a village to run SEO properly.
0: Yeah,
1: And it really does. You need so many different components and they all need to have a foundational knowledge and they all need to work together. And there's so many different um, signals that Google's looking for to, to kind of trip those signals to do SEO well and SEO or sorry, PPC and content are two more of those tools in the tool belt. Where SEO, I think, is just in general good marketing. Yeah. That's basically what SEO is, is just like good, good like user experience, good content, good, good stuff. Yeah. Like it's just good stuff. And what what do you always say, Chris? The uh if if you treat the user well or
0: if you if you yeah, treat Google's user well, Google will look favorably upon you. I, Deliver I them value. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That could be another t- tagline. Deliver them value.
1: I just like the look favorably upon you. It feels, it it feels very, (laughs) (laughs) which is certainly how we feel sometimes (laughs) in the
0: search engine optimization and digital marketing business. Uh, Great stuff. Again, Patif to, to Christopher. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, if you got any value of this podcast, if you've been watching us actually do the real time uh, sound uh, adjustments as we've been, going through this podcast, uh, then you're probably on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you click that notification bell. Uh, and you, wherever you catch your podcast, make sure you're subscribing there. Uh, we ask you to do one thing. If you could leave us a review, you can do that at ewrdigital.com forward slash review and then connect with us on two platforms. You want yeah, to- and I
1: to- I think we probably need to change the review to podcast.com. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. like, and, and we're really doing, uh, we're really trying to, separate them out. So I would say that not just connect. Ooh, sorry. So there's things going on on the computer. So what I would ask everybody to do is we've set up a new handle yep. for uh tick tock at, uh, at best SEO podcast, and then Instagram, the best SEO podcast, yeah, so
0: Instagram.com forward slash the best SEO podcast. And just to reiterate tick tock.com forward slash the at symbol, best SEO. Podcast. Yeah. And, and then
1: we've also created a, a Facebook, yeah. right? And I, I don't remember what that one is, but what I would ask is that if you like our content and you want to get some shorts, um, go follow us. And yeah. we're putting out a lot of shorts. We're actually increasing uh, that. We're seeing a really favorable results there. Uh, but we have started new handles. So we would really appreciate some comments, some likes, some follows to help grow those handles. So well, we've had agency handles for for many years, but now we're starting brand new handles, and we want to grow those, and we need your help to do that. So,
0: and we appreciate you. You guys have made us the best SEO podcast on iTunes, one of the top internet marketing podcasts on on iTunes. Uh, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burrows.
1: My name is Matt Bertram. Bye bye, bye, bye for, for now. now.